Now's your chance to get caught up on all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. It's This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. Take home the Honda of your dreams during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event going on now. Visit NorthernOhioHondaDealers.com. Now, here's Gene Destro. This week, we're talking about renewed interest in and emphasis on space travel and exploration, Amazon delivery drones, robocalls, and how hackers are using sound to crack your passwords. All this and more coming up. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. NASA is jump-starting its effort to put humans back on the moon by 2024. CBS News correspondent Peter King has more. Instead of going it alone, NASA plans to have international and commercial partners play major roles in its return to the moon. Administrator Jim Bridenstine. Certainly we want to be a partner with them, but we want them investing their own resources in their own capability so that NASA is not the only customer. Bridenstine tells CBS News that requests for proposals for lunar landers are going out later this month. NASA hopes to have two companies on board, as it has, for delivering astronauts to the space station. The agency has also hired three commercial companies to launch and deliver nearly 25 uncrewed payloads to the moon. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. And nearly a month and a half after a SpaceX capsule was destroyed in a launch pad explosion, NASA says the company could still launch astronauts from Florida before the end of the year. NASA's commercial crew program manager has told Congress that SpaceX is working to get a new crew capsule ready to fly astronauts by the end of the year, even as the investigation into April's explosion continues. NASA Administrator Jim Bridenstein says the investigation has to run its course. We don't know what we don't know. But he recently told CBS news he's unhappy with the company's lack of candor in a publicly funded space program. The communications that came from that, in my view, from their side was very poor, and it it can't happen again that way. For weeks, SpaceX only referred to the explosion as an anomaly, when it was clearly much more than that. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. Closer to home for the second year in a row, students at the University of Akron participated in a NASA competition to come up with innovative ways to help astronauts complete tasks when they're out doing spacewalks. Dr. Shiva Sastri says they were trying to improve computer displays that are projected on the inside of space helmets. What the students did is write new software that runs on the Microsoft HoloLens headset. What it would actually do is if an astronaut wears it and you can say which location you need to be at, Well, there would be a set of arrows that show up in your field of view that kind of lead you down how to get to where you need to go. And once you're at the right place, it gives you specific instructions on exactly how to complete a particular job. If you're taking out a motor, it would tell you, here's how you unscrew the motor, here's how it comes out, and here's how you replace it, and all that stuff. Meanwhile, at St. Vincent St. Mary High School, a team of students participating in a national rocketry competition actually invented something so new and so unique that NASA advised them to get a patent on it. Bob Engels, who heads the school science department, says it's a big deal. They designed a magnetic levitation, so they're going to levitate a magnetic object inside the rocket payload bay. 
And then while that rocket hits nine Gs in a matter of a couple of seconds, they levitated that object during that acceleration period. And NASA was so excited by it because they had never seen this done before. Why would you want to levitate something with a magnet inside a rocket? There are no contact forces on it. So if you have a delicate instrument and you want to hold it there and you don't want all that force on it, the levitation will take any force off of it. So there's nothing pushing on it. So essentially, levitating it actually would simulate weightlessness? You got it. And former astronaut Janet Cavandi, who is the director of the NASA Glenn Research Center in Cleveland, will be a guest speaker at a University of Akron summer camp that's aimed at encouraging girls in middle school and high school to explore careers in engineering. Heidi Cressman is the engineering school's director of diversity and inclusion. She's going to talk predominantly about where NASA is going in terms of their space travel projects that they're working on and I think kind of give the students a feel for what they might be doing in their lifetime as taking on an engineering role in the future. Now some news about a different type of aircraft that might be making a stop at your house sometime soon. Amazon wasn't kidding about those drones. I'm Brian Cooley from CNET. In search of the next big thing, Amazon unveiled package delivery drones on 60 Minutes about six years ago, and then we didn't hear much until now. Now they say they're just months away from the first test deliveries. These battery-powered aircraft can carry a five-pound package about 15 miles and have no traffic to deal with. But if you expect the skies to soon darken with delivery drones, don't. I expect Amazon will take on certain specialty cases with these drones, like super-fast delivery of items in 30 minutes or less, or deliveries to people who live miles down a country road where there are no other deliveries, freeing up the trucks to efficiently stay in the areas where there's a dense number of deliveries that day. Thankfully, Amazon says their drone propellers have been designed to be really quiet as they crisscross our neighborhoods, though tellingly, Amazon's promo video of them has only piano music, not the actual sound of the aircraft. Know what's next at CNET. As much as you love to hate them, hackers are, if nothing else, endlessly inventive. And now they've come up with a way to steal your passwords by how they sound. Allison Keys has the story. Did you hear any words there? Apparently scammers can. Scientists in a recent study were able to suss out passwords by breaking down the sound wave generated by fingers tapping on smartphone touchscreens. Researchers at Cambridge found that criminals can decode what a person is typing by using a spying app that could access the phone's microphone and get your pen numbers and whole words. What's worse, this can happen if you install an app infected with malware and many apps ask for this permission. One fix would be letting people know when their phone's mic is on. Allison Keys, CBS News. Now, from hackers to robocalls, there's some relief on the horizon. Pam Coulter explained. The federal government wants to help people avoid those annoying robocalls. Regulators are giving phone companies the right to block unwanted calls without getting customers' permission first. The FCC vote could make call blocking widespread. While not requiring it, the agency expects phone companies to offer the tools for free. Customers can also opt out and ask their provider not to block anything. Pam Coulter, CBS News. But how would that all work exactly? 
Anna Werner has details. This call calls you and the two systems say, yes, you are who you claim you are. It's a sophisticated technology. Some carriers are ready to go on that. T-Mobile, we interviewed them a few months ago. They're ready to go. They've got it all set up. Some of the other carriers are still putting this in place. And that, the FCC believes, will help to also cut down on calls that cannot be authenticated. Hate speech is a big problem on the internet. Everybody knows that. And some social media outlets have been taking steps to put a stop to it. The latest is YouTube. Diane King-Hall has more. YouTube updated its hate speech policies prohibiting videos with white supremacy and neo-Nazi viewpoints. The video streaming site had already made it more difficult to find and promote those types of videos, but it's now outright removing them. YouTube will also prohibit videos that deny certain events have taken in place, such as the Holocaust. But of course, some people are crying foul and saying it's a violation of our First Amendment rights. CBS tech correspondent Larry Magid tells us why that's not so. There are those accusing YouTube of censorship, but it's important to remember that the First Amendment to the Constitution applies to government, not to private companies. YouTube has a legal right to control what happens on its platform. Also, if you're like most people these days, you probably could stand to lose a few pounds and you've probably tried and failed a number of times. But now there's an app for that. In fact, there's quite a few. Diana Jacobson has more. A recent study from Duke Digital Health showed participants lost five pounds in three months by using the popular app MyFitnessPal. Gary Bennett is the center's director. We like to say in the weight loss world, if you use more, you lose more. And the key challenge for any digital health app is how often and how long people will use it. You're tracking using these tags. This will be my steps, my, I guess, heart rate, any of those things. exactly. These apps often incorporate data from fitness trackers and other smart devices. And that's it for now. See you next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro, driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. Tune in next week for more tech news and find out more online at WAKR.net. Take home the Honda of your dreams during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Going on now, visit NorthernOhioHondaDealers.com.